This is a Ward Scott Files advisory. The Ward Scott Files podcast may contain material not suited for people who are easily offended. Trust us on this. This show contains adult information and opinions. Please protect small children, sensitive pets, fragile houseplants, and liberal relatives. Thank you. Warthog. He's going to come up the steps. Here he comes. Oh my goodness, and he's huge. Hello, boy. I wonder if we can pet him. Hi, boy. Can we touch him? No, don't. Help me! Help! Help! Good morning, good morning. Professor Ward Scott here, body golly. In the manly warthog man cave. Manly. Emphasis on manly man cave. In the piney woods of north central Florida, kind of soggy right now. Getting a little bit of weather. And should we lose power, we will have a backup generator, but we'll have to reboot the internet. But we're not going to worry about that. We think the storm has cleared on out of here. And we got a great guest today, a great show for you today, all part of educating the community about issues you should be concerned about and getting to know the people who claim they can straighten them out. And whether or not you want to pitch in and let them be your dog in the hunt is all your business. We are here to open it up to anybody who wants to come on the Ward Scott Files. Party affiliation doesn't matter. You come on and we'll get you out there to meet the people. That's what it should be about. Now, we are also in the uh, Melvin Law studio. Of course, as you know, Melvin Law is the only official law firm partner of the University of Florida Fighting Gator. They fight tonight at 7 o'clock, basketball. And it looks like they are a little spotty, but last time out, they look good. So uh, we are also protected 24-7, 365 by crime prevention, locally owned, Randy Elrad, John Pastore. You always want to be protected locally. And, of course, we have great sponsors, and we have some partners in the news business, if you will. We've been with Jennifer Cabrera, so to speak, uh, helping each other out for quite some time with the launch of Chronicle. Main Street USA has also kind of joined the hunt. Uh, Seth Johnson seemed to be doing a good job. The Gainesville Sunset is just that. Gainesville Sunset, totally digital, and always seems to be a day late and a dollar short. Well, we are going to be doing what we're doing today right on through uh, as long as there are candidates and there are issues for the Alachua County Commission. This is a brand new way of voting in Alachua County, and it has been a struggle to get it done, and that has been to have single-member districts. Most people don't understand a single thing about the voting. I will assure you, if you are a candidate, one of the first things that you're naive about is you think everybody knows you. They don't, nobody know you, baby. Stand outside of Walmart and see who knows you. And nobody knows you. They can't even keep it straight. Whether it, now, what, what, what is he running for? Is it the city? Or tell me again how that works. People don't pay no attention. So what people have got to do running for office is make themselves known. Get be known. So at least you approach being recognizable when somebody says, now, honey, where do I know that gentleman from? Where do I know that lady from? I speak from experience. I know that of which I speak. It is one of the most appalling things. Generally, what you've got to do is unabashedly 
raise money and get your brand out there so that it competes with whatever other advertising is going on all day long, 24-7, 365. So today we are going to bring you another candidate and you're going to ask me, well, how's this work? We just had a candidate and then there are another candidate. Maybe somebody will know that. I'm going to let the candidate explain that. How does it work? Uh, who is in the hunt? What do you think you're going to be able to do? All of the above. Now, we have a chat line here, and I'll be watching the questions. And if there's a good question you want to pass along, we'll pass along. Today, we've got Brandon Kuttner, who really is no newcomer to the political world. He has been around for quite some time, uh, involved, and uh, that's the way it goes. Once you get yourself kind of out there, you kind of get a little bit of knowledge, and you think that's going to get you somewhere. And you never know. You just don't know until you go. Now, Brandon, welcome to the Ward Scott Files. We uh, hope everything is going well where you are. I don't see any water rising in your living room. And uh, <laughs> therefore, you must be okay. Uh, we're going to take for granted that the storm has passed. So good morning, my man. What's on your mind? Good morning. How are you doing today? I'm glad to see you're nice and dry in the in the Warthog Command Center there. So <laughs> as usual, on top of everything. Um, so hi everyone. Uh, I appreciate Ward. Thanks for, uh, letting us, uh, come on the show and, and talk a little bit about our platform. I really appreciate it. Uh, my name is Brandon Kuttner and I'm running for Alachua County Commission, uh, district three and district three. Now that we have single member districts kind of go into that a little bit. Cause like Ward said, it's going to be a new dynamic for politics here in Alachua County. So prior to this election cycle, Everybody in the county had the ability to vote for every one of the five commissioners on the county commission. And it was extremely expensive to run for office for the candidates because you had to run a countywide campaign. Uh, and what you had is for years and years and years, and I would say close to 30 uh, years, three decades, you had a dominance of uh, political affiliation or political ideology on the city commission and the county commission uh, that centered for the city of Gainesville, where most of the registered voters in Alachua County is. And, and so for the last 30 years, we've had this kind of uh, single-minded solidarity and political thought and anybody that had any ideas that were outside the box or against the grain of the local town gowners or, or the, the city commission in the city of Gainesville who, you know, generally uh, want to run the entire county, uh, you had uh, one one choice and one choice only. Well, now with single member districts, uh, we have the ability to have some better representation for those of us that don't necessarily subscribe to the uh, the reigning uh, political ideology of some of our elected officials uh, throughout the county, and that's in large part to uh, a group of uh, citizens that worked very very hard in getting that ballot initiative and those petitions signed, uh, as well as uh, Representative Chuck Clemens, uh, Senator Keith Perry, and those in Tallahassee that worked to get this passed uh, so that we can have single-member districts here in Alachua County because the reigning commission refused to amend the charter to let um, people that live in the district vote for just their commissioner. Uh, and that was all because they wanted to attempt to keep political control of the county. And it's been successful until now. 
now we really have an opportunity for uh, members of the district, those that have uh, new ideas, a new political ideology or different political ideology, uh, to bring those ideas forward and actually have a voice in the conversation. And that's the important part to understand when it comes to uh, single-member districts is it's not about controlling the county commission. It's about making sure that every resident of this county has a voice at the table and that everyone is representative. That's, that is the crux of the American way. That is the crux of our representative republic. And I'm glad that finally uh, the powers that be in Tallahassee have, uh, have stepped in and uh, the citizens have, have risen up and actually brought this forward and got this done uh, so that we can have a better representation in our county. So District 3 uh, is the district that I'm running for, for, and that is the western portion of Alachua County, south of Newberry Road. So it splits the city of Newberry kind of in half. So if you live south of Newberry Road, you're in District 3. If you live north of Newberry Road, you're in District 2, which you'll have an opportunity to vote for uh, single-member district candidates in the next election cycle in 2026. Uh, but our district runs all the way down from Newberry Road all the way down to uh, the city of uh, Archer. And then it kind of pies along the southern portion of Alachua County into the Archer Road corridor, uh, the Hale Plantation area, and eventually just the very tiny uh, west side of Gainesville and the Tower Road corridor. So if you're in that area, you have the opportunity to vote for a candidate uh, of your choice that is going to represent the issues that are most important to you. And, and that's the important part of single member districts is that we now have an opportunity to magnify our voices based on our, um, our residential areas to make sure that we are properly represented uh, on the commission. And so that is uh, that is the office that I'm running for is District 3, Alachua County Commission. Uh, Anna Pritzia is your current commissioner. She's a registered Democrat. She represents the Democratic Party. Uh, I am running in the uh, Republican primary for uh, the Republican nomination for the general election. Uh, that primary is in August of this year, and the winner of that primary will go on to face the winner of the Democrat primary uh, in November. So we're right in the heart of uh, campaign season and election season, and so it's uh, it's uh, nose to the uh, nose to the floor and uh, shoulder to the wheel, and and ready to get this thing done. That's a very good summation, if I might say so myself. Um, what you brought up teased my imagination. And what issues are common to all the districts that are on the voters' minds, do you think? And what ones are special to that district? Um, Have you done any thinking about that? And does it matter? Maybe it doesn't even matter. Maybe you should be really concentrating on what is floating their boat in that district. Yeah, I I think there is one common theme that uh, stretches across the entire county right now, and that's our uh, situation of our roadways and our infrastructure. Uh, We've outlined a a very succinct uh, five-point platform uh, on our Facebook page and our coming website uh, that outlines the goals that we are looking to accomplish uh, when we're elected to the commission. And, And the very first on the top of that list is infrastructure and roadway repairs. 
Uh, if you take a look around the county, you can just look at the deteriorating roads. And there was an article in the uh, uh, Alachua Chronicle uh, not too long ago that released the county's plan uh, of addressing those roadway issues over the course of the next five years. And uh, a lot of backlash in the comment section of the Chronicle, uh, as well as in emails to the commission with regard to the lack um, of uh, roadway repairs that are scheduled uh, within Alachua County. This year, this fiscal year, which started uh, October 1st, the county's overall budget, you ready for this one, Ward? The county's overall budget, when you talk about the budget, you're talking about your ad valorem property taxes, you're talking about your sales tax initiatives, you're talking about your impact fees, you're talking about all of the things that the county charges its residents for. We are looking at a budget of over three quarters of a billion dollars here in Alachua County, $757 million in Alachua County. And I would challenge anyone to take a look around the county and see if the services that the government is providing for its citizens, the essential services that the government is providing for its citizens meets that $757 million price tag. And I say it doesn't. It absolutely does not. And the reason is because this County Commission, and going back decades, has prioritized discretionary spending over essential spending. And so we've seen over the course of the last two years, the public safety situation in Alachua County deteriorate. And that had a lot to do with uh, the previous administration at the sheriff's office, uh, which I retired from, and we'll go into that a little bit uh, more later, uh, as well as the complacency of the current county commission in helping the sheriff's office and the, the uh, state attorney's office, the public defender, the court system, the county court services in addressing the problems. And as a result, now we have one of the highest violent crime rates in, in all of Florida. And we're talking about a budget that rivals that of Miami-Dade County, Broward County, Palm Beach County, Hillsborough, Orange County, and Duval the major metropolitan areas in Florida and our budget and our tax rate is right up there with those major metropolitan cities. And I guarantee you, we are not getting the services that we're paying for. So what I've called for right off the bat is a two and a half percent reduction. And I'd rather call it a reallocation, but a two and a half percent reallocation of the entire county budget with the exception of public safety and infrastructure spending. Those need to stay in place because those are called essential services, not discretionary spending. So I'm calling for 2.5% of the remaining budget to be reallocated specifically to infrastructure and roadway repairs. That will almost triple, if not quadruple, what the county currently spends on roadway repairs. So not only are we going to prioritize the spending but we're going to increase the timeline at which these roadway repairs get addressed. And it's not just roadway repairs, it's roadway expansion, it's infrastructure expansion, um, water lines, sewer lines, so that we can promote responsible growth and help lower the overall tax burden of our citizens in Alachua County. 
um, for years and years and years, the county has spent your tax money taking more and more land off of the tax rolls. If you just take a look at the east side of Alachua County and you compare it to the west side of Alachua County, you will see a huge disparity in job opportunity, a huge disparity in income levels, a huge disparity in economic opportunity. And that is because a the, the vast majority of land on the east side of the county has either been purchased by the county and placed into conservation or is owned by government entities like the University of Florida and things like that. Plum Creek or wirehouses, they're uh, now known. There was a lot of development plans that were scheduled for the east side of Alachua County that have never come to fruition to bring job opportunities and economic opportunities to help combat poverty in those areas. Never uh, came to fruition because the county kept uh, purchasing land, placing it on conservation, and preventing development. Well, as a result, we have a huge homeless population, specifically on the east side of the county. We have a huge disparity in income on the east side of the county. And we've heard for years and years and years by people like Rodney Long and Pegeen Hanrahan and and Paula Delaney and, and Hutch Hutchinson and Mike Barley and all of those progressive lefts that have vowed to uh, battle poverty and battle homelessness. We we had Rodney Long's plan of uh, the 10-year plan to end uh, homelessness in Alachua County. And here we are 30 years down the road, and we're still dealing with the same issues. Because instead of concentrating on essential spending that is going to help grow the economy and lower the tax burden for all of us, the county is focusing on um, discretionary spending uh, for nice-to-haves instead of need-to-haves. And that's one thing we're going to change as soon as we get onto the commission. Uh, one of the other issues that we're looking at is addressing the public safety problem. Um, Gainesville has to, Gainesville itself has turned into a shooting gallery. Uh, the sheriff's office, because of the negligence of the previous administration, has lost almost a third of its entire staff across all disciplines, law enforcement, corrections, uh, communications, and support staff. Uh, and that is because of the poor management of the previous administration. This commission is culpable in that because they did nothing to address the issue over the over the last year and a half that allowed our public safety services in this county to degrade to the portion that they currently are. So it's going to take a good investment to help Sheriff Ganey rebuild the sheriff's office to what it was supposed to be to better serve the citizens. One of the other things that I'm also calling for is for the reallocation of the probation arm of county court services from the control of the county commission over to the sheriff's office for enforcement. The as a law enforcement for for those people that don't know, uh, I spent 30 years in public safety before um, I retired from the sheriff's office in uh, May of 2022. Uh, I was a firefighter and an EMT in two different states. I was a law enforcement officer for three different agencies in the state of Florida. Uh, and I also had 10 years of active duty military service with uh, overseas deployments for humanitarian uh, rescue operations in the Mediterranean operating theater. Um, so when it comes to public safety, I kind of think I know what I'm talking about. And, and we have had a lack of representation on the commission over the last 30 years with any experience in public safety, either on the fire side or on the law enforcement side. And that is one of the largest expenditures of any government is your public safety arm. And we have 
uh, going back 30 years, absolutely zero experience of anybody on the commission uh, that has any public safety knowledge or public safety experience. So what we are going to do is we are going to call for the enforcement arm of the misdemeanor probation within our county court services to fall under the sheriff's office for enforcement. Because as it stands right now, either the county is not willing to enforce the misdemeanor probation or they don't have the funds or the personnel to do so. Uh, we just had a case that was highlighted in the Alachua Chronicle where an individual is on misdemeanor probation and he's actually committing felonies and threatening his girlfriend uh, and and violating restraining orders while he's sitting in the lobby of the county court services waiting to see his misdemeanor probation officer. There's absolutely no accountability uh, for those that are on local probation. Uh, even the state is struggling because of funds and staffing. And so we're going to change that. And we're going to let people, instead of catering to uh, the criminal element in this county, we're going to start standing up for the citizens and making sure that people are accountable for the crimes that they do commit uh, and then that they don't further victimize our society. I think everybody in Alachua County deserves a safe place to live, and we have got to redirect our focus from supporting the criminal element to supporting our hardworking, taxpaying uh, members of this community. And that's one of the first things that we're going to do as well. Brandon, you uh, raised an issue here that's popped up. It hasn't been mentioned directly, but it's been on the people's minds. Free phone calls. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't strike the average Joe on the street as making any sense. You got a comment on that or anything? It might straighten this question help these people? Absolutely. I think it's an absolutely horrific idea, and I think the county commission has misplaced priorities. Uh, and that the community would be better served by taking the money that we're spending on free phone calls for inmates. Now, remember, I- I'm not trying to judge anyone that's not for me to do. Judge and jury have made their decisions. They have sentenced people to whatever the case may be. If you are in the Alachua County Jail, you're there for one of two reasons. You've either been sentenced to a jail term of less than 365 days for a crime that you were found guilty of or pled guilty to, or you're there on bond waiting to be tried or waiting to go through the process for a crime that you were accused of committing, okay? Those are the only two reasons why you're going to be an inmate in the Alachua County Jail. This commission has decided to prioritize those individuals' ability to make free phone calls unlimited over the safety of the public or utilizing that money for addressing our many other needs like infrastructure, affordable housing, whatever the case may be. I have personally, as uh, the bureau chief of our criminal investigations division at the Alachua County Sheriff's Office, I headed up the special victims unit and the uh, the person squad, our robbery homicide squad. We had a very high profile attempted murder case in Hale Plantation, where while that individual was in jail awaiting trial, they continued to abuse the phone privileges, utilizing other inmates' phone passes and phone privileges, utilizing other inmates' phone time in order to hire a hitman to finish the job that this individual didn't commit in the or didn't uh, finish in the first place. And that is what we're going, that is what we're breeding. That is what the Alachua County Commission has decided is a great use of your tax dollars is to give unfettered phone access at your expense, at the taxpayer's expense to individuals that, uh, in a system which is ripe for abuse, 
uh, like I just described, people uh, calling victims of crimes or uh, uh, violating restraining orders and those type of things. Not to mention the fact that having unlimited phone services within the county jail puts a strain on the correction staff. They're already understaffed. They're already working at minimum correction officer to inmate uh, ratios, which are putting the safety of those corrections officers at risk. And we're adding an extra layer of making sure that we have to now have additional personnel to monitor the phone banks because they're now going to be operating 24-7 without restriction. Uh, It just continues to decrease the level of safety within the jail itself. And so this goes back to my earlier point about absolutely no experience in public safety on the commission. They don't understand the unintended consequences that their well-intentioned policies usually turn out costing uh, the taxpayer and creating more problems than they solve. You know, you used a couple of phrases there that a lot of people are very skeptical about. Well-intentioned is one I want to elaborate on for. Um, and also, the idea that one person, albeit with your enthusiasm and experience, can change the minds. That's, I've watched, as you know, Brandon, I ran for county commission when Steve Ulrich was the chair. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was the same story, mm-hmm. same adversary relationship between the county commission, the Hutch Hutchison's and all the liberals and the sheriffs. Mm-hmm. And it's been that way with every sheriff I've known. Darnell having to go to Tallahassee to get the governor involved. Mm-hmm. And as you know, how Sue Baird got in office. So I wish anyone well, but I have never seen it change. I, I, I uh, in fact, I've wondered, because it's come up, got a couple of questions here about it, and all counties don't necessarily have their jails run by the sheriffs, do they? Some no. of them actually are run by the county commissions. Correct. Could that happen here? It absolutely could happen here. And and if the and if the county, I don't want to speak for Sheriff Ganey or what his plans are for his administration, uh, but if the county is going to repeatedly and historically not support the efforts of the chief law enforcement officer, and, and let me make this clear, uh, Sheriff Ganey is probably one of the most qualified individuals in the law enforcement field in the entire state of Florida. Uh, he was Sheriff Ulrich's uh, undersheriff. Uh, I got hired by Sheriff Ulrich and, Sher- and uh, under Sheriff Ganey when I came to the sheriff's office. Uh, he's been in the AG's office. He's been all over Tallahassee. Uh, this man knows what he's talking about when it comes to public safety, and the residents of this county should rest very comfortably knowing that he's in charge uh, of public safety in this county. But when the commission continuously, like you said, Ward, going back 30 years, refuses to support and provide um, the necessary resources monetarily and just supportive to the elected constitutional sheriff of our county, that should be a red flag for everybody. We've got to be able to make sure that we give the sheriff the ability to carry out his constitutionally sworn duties um, with the appropriate funding and the appropriate support of the commission. Um, It's absolutely ridiculous. But the single-member districts, to your point about this kind of mindset not changing over the last 30 years, single-member districts gives us a chance to change the mindset. Am I under the impression that as the sole conservative member of the commission that I'm going to be able to change 
the vote of the other four uh, liberals that are going to be on the commission with me? Absolutely not. But unless you have a strong candidate that is going to stand up and voice the opinions of the majority of our citizens, especially in District 3, who are currently underrepresented at the county, those conversations are never going to happen. And if you don't have a strong candidate that wins this very first election for single member districts, then you're not going to have any faith that in two years, when District 2 comes up for single member districts, when the other districts or the other uh, two, District 2 and District 4, come up for voting for single member districts, that's when we're really going to start to see momentum um, in this county for a change in political ideology, because now we've got a conservative on the board in District 3, the potential for a conservative on the board in District 2 and District 4. And that's how you start changing the, traje- tra- the trajectory of Alachua County politically, economically, uh, and for uh, sustained uh, responsible growth for the future to make sure that we are lowering the tax burdens for everybody. This is just the first step. There's a long road ahead of us. If I'm elected to the commission, I've got four years of fighting to do before uh, I can get a solid grip uh, and make sure that we are putting forth our ideals and being listened to rather than being dismissed uh, by the political um, establishment that's there now. And one thing you can certainly do is change the conversation. Absolutely. As I listened to the conversation, Brandon, it was the same old harmony Mm -hmm. out of the left ganged up on the sheriff, mm-hmm. and I couldn't believe it because Ganey was having the very same arguments with him that Watson had had, and that Ulrich had had, and that, and, you know, a little bit wrinkled different, but basically, and, you know, the meetings before the meetings, we used to hear Byerly constantly complain about sheriffs. Mm-hmm. He never even liked the publicity they got. I don't quite get it. You know, it's... Uh, you know, why free phone calls is the most naive thing about how the criminal mind works. There is such a thing as a criminal mind. There is such a thing as criminals. And they don't particularly have any problem with being one. Mm-hmm. It's their, quote, profession. It really is, as you know. And a rap sheet is a, particularly for these young guys, a uh, something to be proud of. This is something you go out and get your stripes with. So good, hot conversation there on that subject. I don't know about the roads, Brandon, you know, uh, they don't want roads. They don't want growth. I'll give you one road in your district that when I was a city manager of Archer, they were darn sure not going to let happen. And that was any expansion of Archer Road Mm -hmm. to a four lane to Archer. Yep. It was going to stop at Parker Road. And uh, or thereabouts, right in there, in the back part of Ale Plantation. Mm-hmm. Well, that kept sewer from going to Archer. You know, and when you say growth, I mean the whole place was on a septic tank. But that mindset, and that was Byerly's quote unquote district, mm-hmm. which was not enforced, of course, because it was only a district with a pencil on a piece of paper. If you have any questions, I'm looking in the chat line, uh, or you can send them on the other system here. Uh, Ward Scott Files talking to Brandon Kuttner, who is a candidate for the Alachua County Commission District 3. We certainly think we deserve 
a commissioner who is a Republican from District 3. You never know, though. Uh, you know, this is not an easy race, by the way. Mm-hmm. And the incumbent always has an advantage over the newcomer, as Brandon knows. The incumbent has been getting name recognition, has been getting free advertisement, has been getting out in the field every day, working in people and shaking hands. So it's a tough haul. You've really got to kind of elbow yourself to the front of the line and make yourself known. We'll be right back on the Ward's Gone Files in a moment with Ward's Weather. Although the owner of Lewis Oil Company maintains she is 29, Lewis Oil turns 60 years old in June. Chevron would like to recognize the North Florida second-generation family-owned business, celebrating its growth and staying power. Lewis Oil Company maintains significant on-hand supplies, strategically located fuel depots, a delivery fleet, on-site service, fuel card locks, and convenience stores. Lewis Oil Company understands its responsibility in the local economy by providing service and delivery on on demand and in crisis. As a first responder for 18 Florida counties and the southeast from Texas to Virginia, we are proud of this rare accomplishment. Lewis Oil delivers. This is Ward Scott, and I want to thank all our sponsors who keep the show going and pay the bills. The Ward Scott Files premium sponsors are Crime Prevention Security Systems, large enough to serve you, small enough to care. Melvin Law, the only official injury partner of the Florida Gators. The Ward Scott Files Gold sponsors are Lewis Oil Company, Shoot GTR, On the Spot Dry Cleaners, RR Construction, and Style Cuts. If you are interested in promoting your business on the show, you can visit our website, www.wardscottfiles.com and click on the Advertise Here banner on the right side of the page or call my friend Freddie at 352-284-3733. Again, thank you to all the great businesses that support the Ward Scott Files. And remember, if you like the show, thank our sponsors and support the businesses that support us. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. Or that very much surprises me that you've never been tased. You can't handle the truth! All these poop. Warthog. He's going to come up the steps. Here he comes. Oh my goodness, and he's huge. Hello, boy. I wonder if we can pet him. Hi, boy. Can we touch him? No, don't. Help me! Help! Help! All right, here is Ward's weather brought to you by Lewis Oil, Chevron Gas, Fossil Fuel. Get it all. Listen. We just had thunder pop here, so if we lose power, we'll be back. We will have to reboot the Internet. Let's just cross that bridge if and when we come to it. But get ready. According to the computers I'm looking at, we are going to have another southern, quote-unquote, U.S. storm that's going to bring in frigid air, ice, and snow, and particularly across Georgia, 
maybe the northern tip of Florida, that'd be us, and we'll see how we do. At any rate, there's going to be another shift in the weather. But this is our winter. We are in northern Florida, the piney woods, God's country. We do get a little bit of weather now and then. And February don't, we've had cold enough to bust pipes, so we'll keep you tuned up. Talking with Brandon Cutner today, a candidate for the Alachua County Commission, District 3. Anybody who wants to come on the Lord Scott Files, who's running for office, get in touch with me. We'll give you the time to get out here for the public to know you. We think it's very important uh, that you do so. You may also advertise on the Ward Scott Files. And we have about 7,500 people every hour that we're live watching this show. We have about 300,000 total that consult our website where you'd be advertising and listening to our show. This has all been word of mouth, thanks to you people in uh, the field, if you will. We don't have a bus wrap. We don't have a billboard. Woe is me. I just get up every day and come in here and run my mouth. And apparently somebody wants to listen. I am getting a little long in tooth, though. I don't know how much longer we'll be doing it, but we'll keep it up as long as we can. I think it's really important that the community get to know its people and that its people have a chance to get to know you in depth. Now, Brandon's no newcomer, if I may reveal that, to the political world. He has been involved with uh, advocating for uh, the law enforcement world. And I believe you ran, or did you think about running? I can't remember, Brandon. The broken balloon? What was that story you know? <laughs> yeah, so back in uh back in I think it was 2006, I ran for uh against Mike Byerly in uh district the district 1 race. Again, that was a completely different uh different race. It was a countywide race. Right. Uh, it was a, a little bit more cumbersome than uh than what we're 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 dealing with today. Um but but that's kind of one of the one of the things I also want to bring up about single member districts and the importance of it um, is that for years and years and years, many of our residents in the unincorporated area of the county have received their uh, utility service from Gainesville Regional Utilities. And as a result, um, because the Gainesville Regional Utilities Board was made up of Gainesville City Commissioners, the residents of Alachua County really had no voice in the electric rates, uh, the, the, the services that were provided. And to top that off, it was a longstanding tradition of the city of Gainesville to underfund their essential services, like their police department, their fire department, and those kind of services. And what they would do is instead of taking their tax money to fund their essential services, they would do a $36 million transfer from Gainesville Regional Utilities into the city's general fund in order to pay for the services that they should have been paying out of property taxes and ad valorem taxes within the city of Gainesville. So ultimately, what you had was residents of the unincorporated county that were funding public safety within the city limits of Gainesville by their utility bills, which is the definition of taxation without representation. And they had absolutely no voice 
uh, in the city. So I am in full support of the GRU uh, regulating board, the body there, uh, being uh, taken away from the city of Gainesville and made an independent board. So that way, all residents of the county um, who get their services from GRU will now have a voice and a way to express either their pleasure or displeasure with the services that they provide. What the county commission has failed to do over the last 30 years is advocate for their residents with the city of Gainesville Commission and the GRU board in order to protect the interests of our residents in the unincorporated area. That changes when I get elected to the board. I have absolutely no problem going to uh, the GRU regulating board and advocating for our residents in District 3 who still receive their utility services through the city of Gainesville to make sure that the board is uh, using the utility funds uh, appropriately, uh, that they are not fleecing uh, the users of the utility uh, to pay for the biomass boondoggle and all the other stuff that happened way back in the past that had put us in such a tenable financial situation, um, not just in the city of Gainesville, but countywide now because uh, that a, a majority of your residents in the unincorporated county are the ones that are funding uh, the utility. So uh, that is another important aspect of why we needed single member districts and how important it is to make sure that uh, someone who represents the voice of the residents in, the, in our district that have felt so underrepresented for decades uh, will now go to the commission and start making those arguments heard. Any questions you got, let's take a look at the chat line as I'm looking at now. Anything you want to feed me, I feed along to Brandon. We have covered in pretty good depth, in case you're just tuning in and missing it, we covered the relationship. I would say the eternal acrimonious relationship between quote-unquote civilian commissions and law enforcement. Uh, they never seem to each blames the other, I suppose, which is human nature. But uh, it's odd that one sees victimless and other sees victims, and it's got it topsy-turvy backwards, depending upon which group you're in. Uh, we've also covered roads, which is a cuss word in Alachua County. It is. Growth is a cuss word. Mm -hmm. And we... Uh, have approached it a little differently now with a single member district. And hopefully what that will result in is more balance, if you will, or the opportunity for more balance on a five member commission. Uh, that is much more manageable number than seven, like you have in the city of Gainesville. Thank goodness. We're still five, but in realistic terms, what can you expect the winner of this to accomplish if it's a newcomer, a Republican? There is a challenger to Brandon on the Republican side. What can the newcomer expect to be able to accomplish? Well, I would say a breath of fresh air. Um, someone different that doesn't have to do what the really good ones could do. And Brandon, I only know one that was really good at it, and that was Lee Pinkinson. Mm -hmm. Really be a Republican in a Democrat's clothing. And Lee managed to do that. I didn't think he could pull it off, 
but he had a long career doing it, and he really did it well. I think it was because he knew so many people going so far back with his family in the community who just knew him and trusted him. Single-member districts now means we don't have to do that. That's one. If you want to know what's more honest about single-member districts, I think you'd agree with me, Brandon. That's probably the most honest result of single-member districts. What you're looking at with these candidates who are wearing the R is R's. You're not looking at D's and R's clothing or whatever. Now, on the Democrat side, when you see a D as the opponent is for this primary for the Republicans, you're looking at a D. And you know by now from watching Ward Scott Files, there's essential difference in how language is used. Uh, There's a kind of code word among the D's that the words mean entirely different from what the R's use. And I just mentioned a couple of them for you. Growth and roads. You would think, what's wrong with that? We ride down the roads. Well, look at what they're doing with housing, branding. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that for a moment. Yeah, absolutely. They want it stacked up as high as they can get it, clustered in the center of the city, so that you can't have a need for a road. Does this affect you in any way? Oh, absolutely. It affects everyone in the county. Let me let me let me give you a little anecdote. I, I know we're running short on time, but let me give you a little anecdote. I, I know a couple of uh, landowners in uh, in the county that have a substantial amount of land that they have uh, are looking to develop, and they've got development plans that uh, increase both residential, commercial, industrial, um, all in into this this landmass. And if you take a look at their plans to develop this, um, it is going to bring the county uh, over the next 10 years after it is after it is built. uh, It's going to bring the county in excess of fifty eight million dollars of tax revenue, fifty eight million dollars of tax revenue. So what does that mean for every member of Alachua County, everyone in our community? It means a lower tax burden. It means that you are not going to have to take as much money out of your pocket to pay for the services in Alachua County because we're bringing in $58 million additional dollars of tax revenue in order to help reduce the burden for everybody else. But the problem is, is that our county, instead of investing in infrastructure, instead of using our tax dollars to provide roadways to provide sewer connections to provide water connections to extend fiber optic cables to extend uh, electric capabilities to these areas that are underdeveloped in a hope to spur growth and increase tax revenue thereby lowering the tax burden you now have stunted growth and the rest of us are picking up the tab for it i mean i don't know about you but 757 million dollars seems crazy to me for the amount of services that we get here in Alachua County. And the priorities of the County Commission are completely um, upended. We are wasting time, uh, specifically Anna Pritzia, my opponent in the general election, we are wasting time dealing with ceasefire resolutions for a war that has absolutely nothing to do with Alachua County. Alachua County doesn't even have any influence in, in public affairs. This is strictly constitutionally a federal issue. 
And so the county is wasting time bringing people up to speak in front of the commission to have this resolution that absolutely does nothing uh, to work towards peace in the Middle East uh, and is serving to divide our community. As a Jewish member of the community, uh, I am absolutely appalled that the commission is going to consider a resolution for a ceasefire in Gaza without even addressing the the Israeli hostages that are still being kept by Hamas uh, in Gaza. It's absolutely ridiculous. So you are spending taxpayer dollars and you are wasting uh, our time trying to advocate for a resolution that is going to do nothing but divide our community even further. And that is not something we need in these days. We need the commission to bring together the community. And they're uh, spending time on these ancillary issues that they really have no influence on instead of dedicating their time uh, to lowering the tax burden for our citizens, to putting more money back in the citizens' pockets, to increasing job opportunities, to increasing ep- economic growth, to addressing the lack of uh, affordable housing housing in our county, uh, and uh, to repair the infrastructure and the roadways. Those are the issues we need to concentrate on. We don't need to worry about these divisive issues that are going to uh, separate our community even more than they already are. Well, you raised an interesting uh, point there. I think it was Alfred, I believe, who's been spearheading writing the letter. Um, I, I, I don't know. That's not Stick to that which you govern. You know, I, I would... Otherwise, why do you not write letters all over the place? Yeah. From poison pen pals to everything else, you know. Well, I think it I think it speaks more to the hypocrisy of the current uh, political ideology that that is in power in Alachua County, um, specifically the county and the city of Gainesville. I think it speaks directly to um, that lack of uh, willingness to to work on the issues that benefit the most people uh, and rather concentrate on uh, issues that are uh, affecting a small minority of people who tend to be uh, the more uh, vocal members of the community, but we're really not using our tax dollars effectively to service the most amount of people that we possibly can. Uh, and, and I think that's been the problem historically with the county. Sticking another computer here to see what we've got coming in. Um, and anything I've uh, omitted asking you about that you want to bring up how you get money? Don't you want some money, Brandon? And all that business. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. it, it's always it's always good to raise money. Uh, it's, it's definitely a, a necessity. Unfortunately, it is a uh, a necessary evil of the political process. Um, donations help the candidates to uh, spread their message to potential voters and help change the course of uh, politics in our county. Um, and so it's it's the one of the most important things that we do campaigning as a candidate is raising that money. But I'll be honest with everyone. It's one of the um, one of the things that I hate most about campaigning is is standing there and asking for uh, donations from uh, the members of our district and members of our community to help us spread our message. But unfortunately, it's it's uh, it, it's one of those necessary evils. Um, so if you are interested in donating, joining our team, um, you can. our website will be up shortly. Uh, that'll be votecutner.com, V-O-T-E-K-U-T-N-E-R, votecutner.com. Uh, you'll have uh, a lot more information about our platform, about my personal bio, uh, 
um, what we hope to accomplish in our in our first uh, term as a commissioner in Alachua County should we be elected, uh, as well as links to our donation site. Uh, our Facebook social media pages are up right now. Uh, so if you go to Facebook, you can find us at at Vote Kuttner is our tagline. Uh, Brandon Kuttner for Alachua County Commission District 3 is the official name of the Facebook page, but you can get to it at at Vote Kuttner. Um, there's a pinned post there that has a copy of our QR code and a link to our donation site. Uh, if you're uh, looking to uh, make a donation and help us get our message out uh, to the rest of the voters in District 3. Uh, and in addition, you can email me directly at Brandon at votecutner.com. Brandon at votecutner.com. That's a direct conduit to me as uh, your candidate. I answer all of those emails uh, directly and personally. Uh, I've given my personal cell phone number out to people that wanted to follow up and have additional conversations on issues that matter to them personally. I've met with uh, many members of the district uh, over cups of coffee, out in parking lots, as we're shopping at Publix or whatever the case may be. I'm glad to talk to anyone in the community. I want to hear Um, I have an idea in my head of what uh, being a resident of this county for as long as I have and being involved in in public safety in our community, I have an idea in my head of of where I would like this county to go. But I'm a servant of those that elect me and put me in office. So I also want to make sure that I'm addressing the issues that are most important to the residents there. And and the problem with um, the countywide vote as it used to be is you didn't have specific representation for the issues that are closest to uh, your home area. I can tell you that, and Ward, you know this as being the city manager there, I can tell you that the concerns of the citizens of the city of Archer are very, very different than the concerns of the citizens that live along the Tower Road corridor and in Hale Plantation. They're very, very different from the residents that live in Newberry. They're very, very different from those that live on the west side of Gainesville. And so this is an opportunity for government that is closest to the people. They often say government closest to the people governs best. This is the opportunity to do that. We need money in order to get that message out. So if you're interested, uh, I would I would love for you to come check out our sites and donate to the campaign. Uh, one other issue that I did want to make real quick uh, with regard excuse me, to the way that we're, we're taxed in this County. Um, for those of you, and I can get into this uh, on my website or a personal conversation, if anyone wants to call in, but personally uh, I am running as a Republican, but if you take a look at my ideology, when it comes to uh, the financial side of things and providing services in government, I am very, very conservative. Um, I think we need to reduce the tax burden. We need we need to use our money wisely. We need to invest in um, uh, we need to invest in uh, necessary spending rather than discretionary spending to make sure that we're providing the essential services to our citizens at the highest rate possible. Conversely, socially. I'm very, very liberal. I don't care what you do in your personal houses. I'm actually for reforms in the criminal justice system that need to be made. Uh, I'm actually reform. Uh, I'm actually for reforms in the way that we enforce misdemeanor marijuana laws. I'm uh, all for uh, LGBT. Uh, Q plus issues in the community. I think everybody has to have the opportunity to live the life that they choose to live uh, under the freedoms that are afforded to us by the Constitution. And and so I think it's important to have someone on the board that can balance 
the responsibility in the fiscal nature of governance as opposed to the social nature of government. And rather than picking winners or losers, helping the municipalities to facilitate their individual plans for growth rather than fighting them. The county is designed to shrink. The government of the county is designed to shrink and the government of the municipalities is designed to grow. And right now you have a county commission that wants to dictate, especially to the smaller cities uh, like Hawthorne and Alachua and Archer and High Springs, Micanopy and Newberry, they want to dictate how those cities grow rather than assisting them with funding and ideas and collaboration that will help them achieve their goals. We're going to change that uh, when I become your next commissioner. I'm a Brandon Kuttner, and um, it's a long summer. Uh, the primary races are decided in August, and the general is in November. And believe it or not, there'll be people who'll be confused about that and won't quite understand it. Um, but, you know, we'll come back and nudge them, hopefully, in the right way. And a lot, of, this is not very flattering, uh, Brandon, but I saw oh, an image, image the other day of cattle being herded by dogs mm-hmm. and men on horseback, which I'm pretty familiar with at one point in my life anyway. And sometimes I feel like the voters are those cattle and somebody needs to be on horseback with dogs to keep them from running, scattering all over the place and not knowing where they're going. So uh, that's kind of the role of the show here in a lot of ways is to uh, round them up, herd them up, get them going in the right direction, let them make up their minds when they get there. But um, it's going to be a little dramatic, a little more dramatic than normal in that we've got a brand new system. We've got, uh, you know, a new way of doing things and hopefully it will work out to give at least a little more balanced conversation in the beginning anyway, to some of the important issues that are going on in the community. Yeah. And and, and there's a, and there's a lot of work that needs to be done. I I don't think the general public understands the minutia of how much work we need to do um, as conservatives to change the trajectory of Alachua County. In addition to just getting a conservative voice on the commission, we need to make changes to the Uniform Land Distribution Code, the way that we approve developments in this county. Uh, we need to make changes to the county charter, uh, and, and that that are are necessary. And, and we can, I mean, we can do shows on just those uh, individual topics themselves. But there's plenty of work to be done. It's not just electing someone to the commission so they can sit up there and just be a vote on the issues that the staff brings to them. You need a commissioner that has the institutional knowledge about how things have run historically, uh, has plans to change those things moving forward in the benefit of the taxpayers, uh, and also someone that's willing to roll up their sleeves and jump into changing those documents like the Uniform Land Distribution Code, um, the the county charter, and uh, holding our county staff accountable so that they don't become an unelected political arm uh, of, the, of the liberals. Spread this around on your networks. I'm sure Brandon will do that. We are available with this show 24-7, 365 on a platform somewhere. Obviously, you can go to wardscottfiles.com and see it. Uh, we're also out on Rumble. We're also on Vimeo and also on Spotify, a lot of different places. As you know, we were politically incorrect for YouTube. Because we dare challenge the narrative that the election might not be entirely 
you know, what it's supposed to be. What a treatment. For us to be singled out as a threat to the narrative means we're doing something right. And thank you for those of you who advertise with us and support us and listen to our shows. Have a great day. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Ward, for the invite. Appreciate you. Warthog Command Center out.